Hey guys, Mina here. Just jumping in here to let you guys know we have something so exciting. It's a free masterclass and we created it just for you right now. We keep getting questions. How do I pivot and sell right now? The number one question we get is how can I make more sales? And so we want to teach you how to create a plan to boost your sales and grow your business right now. So if you want this totally free masterclass that we've created for product-based businesses, head over to pivotandsell.com. We'll see you in there. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. And introducing the other half of the Product Boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my summary co-host, Mina Kunlo-Sitap. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. So we are really excited to bring you guys a special episode today, and it is called Summer Shakeup, Your Work-Life Balance Moving Forward. Yes, I think that never had we had a more important time where we felt like we needed some sort of balance to our lives, right? Or some attempt at that ebb and flow towards balance. Right. So we've done summer episodes before where we've talked about summer as the new new year. I think every two weeks is the new something um, Mm -hmm. with what's happening. So typically we have talked about the calendar year as three new years. We have regular new years. We have summer as a new year's because your your season transitions. A lot of times Mm -hmm. kids are home. You want to be outside more. And then we have back to school as a new new year. Mm -hmm. Which is my favorite new year. And now you take it all and you rip it all up and you throw it in the air and you go, (laughs) whatever day you want to be a new new year is the new day. Every day is the same day. And so it feels right now like it's a good time for us to all together look at what our schedules are looking like. What is the summer shakeup that's happening now that we can all kind of jump in together? Right. So summer is going to look different for all of us. So maybe you're, you do have children at home. They're mm-hmm. young. Your summer might look very different than if you have teenagers at home, right? Yeah. Some of you may not have kids at all. Some of you may still be balancing a full-time job with your product-based business. Um, some of you may be in cities or states that kind of still have a lockdown. And some of you might be mm-hmm. fully open. And Mina and I are two perfect examples of that. Yes. <laughs> which if anybody is new here on the podcast, I'm in Iowa and I have two small kids, but my daughter is turning 10. So I have a double digit kid, which is like earth shattering around here. And then Jacqueline is in New Jersey and she has two young kids too. Um, so but we're still shut down mm-hmm. and we've, we've, we're, we're reopening and they're opening camps, but we're chose we're choosing not to send our kids to camp because right. if you guys have followed the news at all, the tri-state area was hit 
like crazy versus other parts of the country or the world that maybe didn't have as many cases. Right. And for me, I was completely open. Actually, they lifted the quotas for even the restaurants, though people still have to be spaced apart. There's no um, number of people limit. And I'm still not putting my kids into anything. I'm very much a helicopter mom. This is something my sisters tell me all the time. So keeping that in mind, even though Iowa does look different on the outside over here, I'm still operating as if I'm in New Jersey. <laughs> so the other, th- <laughs> the other thing to think about too, when we're talking about the summer is a lot of times people take trips on- over the summer, right? Mina yeah. was supposed to go to Hawaii. Um, our summer looks very different because typically at the product boss, we've taken July off to mm-hmm. spend, you know, with our families to really dedicate because of the type of business we have. Mina, for example, with little labels, her busy season for her product-based business is back to school. So she actually can take that little break in Mm -hmm. the middle of the summer before she kicks into busy season. But again, tear it all up, throw it in the air. Mm -hmm. And let's decide. (laughs) shake it up because summer is different. And so we want to share with you guys a little bit how we're navigating things that are ever changing and how you could potentially look at this as well. Right. Sound good. Mm -hmm. So Jacqueline, where do we start? Okay. So first and foremost, time right? Yeah. Find the time. Um, a lot of times people are like, I don't have time for this. Some people are like, I'm home and I have all the time in the world, but then you realize you don't. So first we want to talk about the time. What, what does your time this summer look like? Right. I think that was something that people did not fully grasp when they started working from home. They thought, oh, I could do my laundry at the same time. I can do dishes. I can not get dressed. I'm saving so much time. But they didn't realize that they would still probably need to get up earlier than their kids, even though their kids were home or stay up later. There were still these fringe hours that we had to take advantage of, even though or, or create actually, even though our kids were at home with us, right? We thought it was just going to be like, oh, this is just going to be free flowing time, but it's actually not. And you can also think about that in the way of your partner, maybe your partner and you are both working at home and you guys aren't used to both being home at the same time. So you go your separate ways during the day and you come back, or maybe some of you are going back out to work. Maybe you are working from home and you've been working from home and you're going to continue. And now this is your new normal for the summer, but you still want to have a summer, right? You still want to get outside. You still want to, maybe it's a three-day weekend for you and you're not working Fridays anymore. So I think looking at that time and looking at your calendar Mm -hmm. and thinking to yourself, what do I want my summer to look like? Right. I think in normal times, we all had that summer bucket list. Now that bucket list just looks different, but it did take us a minute to sit down to think about what that bucket list would look like. So it's kind of that same idea. Working from the calendar is by far the easiest way to do anything because it's like, okay, I have this amount of time in June, this amount of time in July. And then as we start rolling into August, what does that look like for me? Right. Mm -hmm. So what you want to do is you want to say, what do I want this summer to look like? Right. Mm-hmm. If for me personally, my summer is going to look pretty much the exact same as the last 90 days. Cause my kids aren't going to camp. My husband's not going back to work. Mina and I are actually not taking off the summer because we know that you guys really do need us as things are changing and navigating. So we realize that we need to continue to show up and create content. And um, we have these workshops and just all the things that we're providing to our, our community. So my summer is really not changing, but 
I also don't want to go through the summer and get to the fall again and feel like I've missed out on being able to be outside and the things, and even though we're staying home, the things that would make me feel like I've enjoyed my summer, right? We, we also yeah. can't, we don't really want to miss out on time because things seem so right. unsure, right? Yeah. I mean, things have been really uncertain, especially when we got into springtime. But the beautiful thing about springtime was that the earth was still moving, right? We still saw blossoms bloom. We saw like all the flowers in our neighborhood. And so when you step outside, you get to see all these beautiful things of, hey, this actually, like I know my world feels like it's in a bubble right now, but the seasons will continue. And so I, you know, that's when myself and Jacqueline, we still would make an intention of getting outside more to enjoy that particular season. However, that looks for us. For the springtime, I actually started a morning routine, for example, right? And I made sure, oh, I'm going to um, go walking with my kids and we, you know, developed a path. And with COVID-19, we were a stay at home order. We did scavenger hunts and we drove around. That was our idea of getting out, for example. So what are those things now in the summertime that you could do that you want it to feel like summer? Uh, one of the things I've intentionally done is I've bought popsicles. Um, so my kids, like I get pomegranate ones and my kids get strawberry ones, for example. It, I want it to feel like they are still experiencing the season, but how are we going to make that look differently this, this year? Yeah. The world has been shaken up, shooken up. Mm -hmm. Um, been shook, been shook. (laughs) There are some really, (laughs) I think the reflection on, I I heard someone say this, Mm -hmm. if you had the piece, I don't know if it was Ojoy, but if you had the pieces of your life, right. That you feel like like a puzzle, like it got ripped apart when COVID hit. And then with Black Lives Matter and the awareness that a lot of people didn't realize that they didn't even have. Mm-hmm. And now you get to decide from pre-COVID, let's just say pre-March of 2020, to where you are now, what pieces you want to keep and what new pieces you want to replace. And I think in general in life, that's a good thing. And right now, the, the only thing that we can tell you guys is one foot in front of the other. So the next 90 days, like June, July, August, that summer time, how, what can you guys plan out for that? Because things are, things have always been uncertain, but mm-hmm. things are uncertain that we just really need to navigate what we can navigate in front of us and try not to go too far out because like we've seen things have shifted so quickly. Yeah. I think I've said this before in a podcast episode and I want to kind of reiterate because I, I I was thinking about the same thing when it came to Black Lives Matter, right? And that was, we saw people in two camps. They were going to either wait out COVID-19 or they were going to take action to make sure they never felt the way they did if COVID-19 comes back with a roar, right? I mean, it's ever really hasn't come uh, gone away. Same thing with Black Lives Matter. We saw people that were going to kind of wait this out and see, oh, when can I start selling again? Or is it something where I have to fold into my life and take action to kind of change the things I need to change? And those are the people that would probably see like pivoting towards a different version of themselves. And that was for COVID-19 and for Black Lives Matter, right? Even with myself and Jacqueline, we had aha moments of what do we want to do that's like more anti-racist versus being silently racist and unaware of it, right? So our lives are changing because of that. And now summertime is here and we have kids and work and all the things. So I think that we see that there's probably not going. And the other thing with Black Lives Matter is that for me personally, I know I never want to get back to that point 
I don't want to go backwards. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go to the point where I was unaware because I want to be the person. My ideal is being a person that's very aware of how I make people feel. Just like for um, COVID-19, I don't want to ever feel like I'm going to be so uncertain about something that I am so paralyzed to, you know, um, to not know what's going to happen in my business because there always is going to be a crisis. There's always going to be certain things. And I'm not going back to that place where I felt that thing, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that's a, a really good way of thinking about it is like, who, how do you feel moving forward? Mm-hmm. And it's great because it's great in the way that we've had these forced lessons. Mm-hmm. All of our lives are uncertain, right? We don't know if we're going to walk out tomorrow and get hit by a bus, for example. Yeah. You don't mm-hmm. know that. Knowing right. that COVID-19 to me was a little bit like um, knowing that there was like a tidal wave coming, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of, or a hurricane, you have this pre-warning that it's coming and mm-hmm. how do you prep for it? But maybe you don't know how to prep like long-term. So exactly what Mina said, I think we are, we all have had this a bit of a, I hope so, an aha moment and mm-hmm. to really appreciate the things that we have. And then to, and then to, so I wanted to learn more when I was in uh, COVID-19 times. I was like, Kim, hey, not that things changed. Mina and I like kicked up our work. So it wasn't <laughs> like we had time. I really work. felt like we did not go down and work. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to paint. I'm going to learn things. Um, but once we did get through the things that we had to do to pivot, right? A lot of you have pivoted. Then I actually didn't even realize the learning I was going to do. But what I've learned, let's call it in the last three weeks um, from Black Lives Matter, from the movement, from the things I didn't even know that I didn't even know. And that awareness, right. like Mina said, I can't even tell you like this part of me that I feel is like lit again, that I haven't felt lit in a long time that I wasn't even searching to, I didn't know that it wasn't lit, I guess, until it was. Yeah. I mean, I think that we described it in that process, the grief process. Remember the podcast episode we did that I became aware that, that because my daughter went through, we went through trauma as a family, we had to go through therapy. And um, this was literally a version of trauma, right? COVID-19 dealing with a huge transition. Our lives literally will never go back. So it's like your perspective literally took a 180 and you didn't mm-hmm. know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing with Black Lives Matter. You know, it's it's what you allow it to do. So then like with you, you literally were thrown and me, I feel like too, both of us in our own way. But then you're like, okay, I'm going to move forward too. And, and know that there has been a shakeup. You've been awakened to all these realizations, but there's plenty of people in this world that don't do anything about it. And, and we've talked about the privilege, like white privilege and the yeah. privilege of being able to have not been aware Yeah. Mm-hmm. versus, versus our black community that is fully aware of 100%. the daily life threats. And so, so I think all of this is like we've seen, this is the first uh-huh. time we've seen it happen on a global level, but I digress. What I really want to get to here for you guys is just thinking about this new way of being this mm-hmm. shake up to everything. Okay. And then what mm-hmm. do you want your summer to be like? What do you, how do you see yourself for the summer? So let's talk about business versus personal. So business, right. I want to insert though, like yeah, these don't have to be grand things. You know, mm-hmm. I think what we were talking about is a little bit grand COVID-19 <laughs> strategy, Black Lives Matter strategy. So it could be, I want to be the type of person that takes a walk every morning. I want to type, be the type of person that makes sure my kids get outside for half of the day. <laughs> you know? Um, I thought I you were going to say half hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
been that way. And then I want to be the type of person that, you know, like I've actually been making sure my kids either get outside or they get to play with water because that's their love language is water play. <laughs> so, so for what us, for business, like? so for uh-huh. you guys with business, I want you to think, is this a busy season for you or is yeah. not? And we've talked about working on your business versus working in your business. So mm-hmm. really busy seasons. Like if you think about uh, Black Friday time, you're working in your business. It's like all hands on deck. What can yeah. you do? Pivoting back in March and April of how do you keep your business going? You were working in your business. You were like, what do I have to do? Mm-hmm. The summer may be a bit different where you can work on your business. So yeah. Mina and I are going to be working on our emails, right? Like there's so many, because we're a service-based business, there's so many things for, on email that we could take a bit further. Right. I mean, working in your business for a product person would be like, you know, the grind, like packing, sorting all the things because you're working in it, you know, time seems to fly. You're like, what's happening? Working on your business is more like a vision thing, like emails. What's our strategy going to look like? How are we going to change that? How are we going to create SOPs or standard operating procedures for this where we can see the gaps, right? Because that takes a little bit of a step back for you to see the gaps of your business. And when people were doing like their order, let's say their orders had stopped due to COVID-19, then that would have been a good time for them to be like, okay, how can my workstation change? How can my hours change? How can my website change? Because that's working on your business because you're taking a step back and just making that a a better well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. So one way that we're going to support you guys, and if you haven't heard about it, but through the summer, uh, well, through month of June, which and we've already started, partial July, depending on when you're listening to this, <laughs> June 17th, which is Wednesday, we are doing a yes. live uh, summer workshop series. We're starting on Wednesdays all the way through July. There's five of them. Um, and even if you've missed it, if you're listening to this later in time, you can still retroactively go back and get the replay um, up to a certain date. So why I'm saying that is that we had surveyed our community and said, what do you want to learn more about? And a lot of it was marketing. It was Instagram and it was influencer and it was email marketing and video, right? So Mm -hmm. those are great things to work on your business, like things that you need to set up that don't necessarily have an ROI or return on your investment immediately, but it's a long-term play to to do something that you don't, when you're in your busy season, you're like, well, I'm not going to write my abandoned cart series. Right. But this, but if I work on this with Jacqueline and Mina live, I'm going to get my abandoned cart series done, check off my list. And now that's, you know, that's going to work for me. Yeah. And that was really the whole idea behind that was that we were going to get those things done and it would be really towards strategy. Right. So our first one this week is Instagram overhaul. And the one next week is Instagram influencers. So those are definitely strategies that need standard operating procedures or best practices that you would actually implement during that time with us. So then you could take it out into the real world, right? Take and like put it into practice. So that's the the ideal thing about working in a workshop because I don't think it really matters if you're introvert or extrovert or any of the things. Being able to sit down and experience uh, working with like a coach or working alongside somebody, people excel during that because it's interactive. It's like a hands-on version, even though it's virtual, that you're like, okay, I can be focused if I ever hit a stopping point during this process, I can ask my coach that's on this workshop with me or can ask the person that's alongside me too. And so then you never get stopped up. 
That's right. the beauty of it. And then half the process is already there because the workshop has a particular topic. Right. And we have a link in our bio if you guys uh-huh. still want to sign up. And even if you're catching the replay, so many times we find that questions that are asked are the same questions that everyone has. So it's really useful to go through that. But the other thing you can do for your business is thinking that, again, times are uncertain. We don't know what the fall is going to bring. There's this conversation of the fall bringing COVID back with a roar. We don't know. Mm -hmm. It's an election year in the United States. There is a lot at play. (laughs) We don't even know what's going to happen next week. Getting anxiety talking about it. So... The other thing I want you guys to think about is how can I set myself up for the fall? If this comes back, what do I need to do? Is there something that I'm starting to assess my best sellers where I need to get something ordered in case things shut down again? Like let's say it's coming from China or from overseas or somewhere in the States and we're unsure. I want you guys to, we know the unknown is always there, like Mina was saying. So what can Mm -hmm. you prep right now so that whatever the unknown brings, you've kind of... I've seen about it. We've kind of gone through, hopefully knock on wood, the worst because this was like completely unknown and everything shut down. Mm-hmm. So now at least we know how long it took for certain states to get better. We saw how the world opened up. We see how mayors and governors are interacting differently. Mm-hmm. We know that things, we know that things are going to be kind of pieced out in terms of changes, you know, Mina's in Iowa and I'm in New Jersey. So we have options. Yeah. So I want you guys to have options to get you through fall, winter. And the time we just went through, which was kind of like January through March-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because we don't know. This is the time, you guys, to know what places are going to be open for manufacturing because you know which places had to reopen. So if you have a plan B and C of manufacturers that you might need or suppliers, right? So make sure that you have that on to place. Also, on the personal side, if, if our kids end up not going back to school, we'll know what the day looks like with them here and us still having to work, for example. Right. And you probably can gauge your partner, like what if your partner worked or didn't work, right? Knowing yeah. what that would look like. Right. And I think that was one of my biggest mistakes in the beginning when I... Um, when the new the new changes was that we didn't have a, quite a conversation yet about what the new schedule looked like. Like, you know, he works in a, as an essential worker. I work from home. So what does that look like now? Whereas I thought, well, we'll just make it work. We'll make it happen. But that didn't actually happen, you know? So mm-hmm. I think it's really thinking about like how we're telling you, find the time, talk about it, communicate it, work it out with each other. And then now, you know, like if something happens in the fall, this is the plan. This is the plan as it was. For all of it, business and personal, it's Mm -hmm. a contingency plan. It's like, it's Mm -hmm. plan A, B, and even C. So take it there. People ran out of, people couldn't get bottles. People couldn't get bottle pumps. People couldn't get the the jars that candles went in. They couldn't get a jewelry chain because the metal was coming from China, even though it was manufactured here. So many things. So this is a great time for you to fix the systems. Oh yeah. And didn't you say Jacqueline, wait, trade show life, my memory. Um, Who am I? Yeah. So trade show life, you know how the backup was it you that said that to me? I thought we were having a conversation that was like, once Christmas comes around, we're really going to see shortages mm, because yes. it's going to catch back up to us three or four months behind from what it normally is because of, for example, China shutting down for four months and then the United States shutting down additionally on top of that. Right. So what that means for you guys is, is um, Mina and I, when we went to Dallas market in January was the Christmas show. Yes. Christmas ornaments. They were taking orders 
wholesale to go into production at some point during this year to manufacture, to start shipping to stores by whenever Christmas starts to pop up, which is right, probably right after Halloween. Mm -hmm. So if China who makes it all was shut down, they have to somehow catch up and there will be shortages, especially, and Larissa Loden is actually one of the people that said there's probably going to be shortages around holidays. Why I want you guys to think about this, like in your brains, is that this is what we saw happen for our product bosses in April. They had some of their best-selling months because the bigger businesses, Amazon shut down, Michaels couldn't get online, Hobby Lobby didn't do it. There were all these big companies that just couldn't pivot quickly and the small businesses slipped in. So it's the same idea for you guys. I want you to be prepared. I don't want you to necessarily over-order, but I want you to be prepared for one, your raw goods may have delays, and two... You might not be able to go and get what you typically get from Michael's for holiday decorations. How can you slip in? Yeah. Okay. So let's switch to personal. Yes. So we're pretty aligned on this. And especially because the last 90 days, we did not necessarily, I wanted to do yoga. I mean, I wanted to walk and then COVID happened. I think it was before that. Because (gasps) you remember when COVID hit and you were like, "Um, was it your tooth? Oh and God, you're so like many so many things. I can't even remember, but she was like, I knew I should have taken better care of myself because now I can't even go to the doctor. And what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Right. It was my tooth. And I just finally got my, it was eight months. You guys have waiting for my cavity because they waited a little bit. I had a cavity that I found out like back in October and then COVID hit I had the holidays. I didn't go. And I was going to go after the holidays. And then I got a staph infection, had a surgery mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> didn't take care of my teeth. And then it was, um, the, uh, COVID-19. So I just went when things got better in New Jersey, but that's do not, we do not have the option to put these things off. Right. It was very clear from COVID-19 that our aha moment for that was that we do not take very good care of our health. <laughs> You know, that was the aha moment for COVID-19, I feel like. was Cause, I, Yeah, because we were like, oh, darn. Mm-hmm. We've really missed the opportunity to go take we care really of We really missed the opportunity. And then also with the, I was scared with the immunity, the immune system and thinking about my kids and, and the food we eat and the food we can get our hands on and um, just feeling, I don't know, you know, you go into that basic need survival mode and you're like, I'm so ill prepared. I've been barely taking surviving over here, <laughs> you know, and we went from gluten-free to eating all the flour. Um, yeah. so a couple things that we're going to do while things are open right now, like while we, well, I, cause I couldn't get groceries. Mina thought about shipping me ramen in the mail at some point. She mm-hmm. was like, what can I ship her that she can get? So I couldn't get groceries. So I couldn't, I didn't even have the luxury, the luxury to create like healthy. I was like, whatever we could eat, even mm-hmm. with like fresh food. Um, So I think nutrition is something that you and I are going to right now while things are open and feeling a bit, right? Lighter? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how to use use the word. (laughs) Um, Non-like lockdown mode. Yeah. Yeah. So what does that look like for us? For us, we've always, um, at least, you know, a separate away from each other. We've always steered towards things that make it more convenient. So Mm -hmm. for me, for example, um, I've always been a Blue Apron member and I just re-renewed my membership. And I picked Blue Apron because my kids will eat it. And that for me alleviates me having to go grocery shopping also to come up with a menu. Also, it's something that you remember we talked about what does the season look like for you? 
my daughter's turning 10 and I want to be able to teach her about food and what that looks like for her. And so I've been trying to do that in us knowing what we eat and what we cook and all the different things. So um, that's why Blue Apron has been really good because we actually have this little skillet thing and they help me cook it. We have a gas stove otherwise, and I'm just like, no, you know, so... Um, we work on this little skillet and they actually will try it if they make it themselves. Mm-hmm. So that's why Blue Apron is like what I like. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, I had, I had done with at some point, but you guys know that I'm plant-based. So mm-hmm. what, the, what does that mean? Well, my kids do eat dairy because it's hard at their age and they'll eat cheese and we eat fish as a family, but plant-based is generally how we try to eat, which is like more plants, right? We don't call it Mm -hmm. vegan necessarily, but plant-based. And so, but here's my thing. I have young kids that are picky eaters and I was finding myself to be this like line cook. So I know what they want and I don't want to eat what they eat. Mm -hmm. I just don't want to. And I had my gallbladder out last year. You guys, it's been a year of things (laughs) for me, which is why I like, I realized nutrition might be something that'll help support my health. And so, um, and so I decided and this, I was doing this pre COVID was I had, I had become a member of Sakara and I was getting these meals delivered because for so long, I couldn't figure out, like, I didn't have the time to cook myself a vegan meal necessarily and cook my kids a version of that. I, and I needed to eat. And a lot of it, I was parenting on my own. And so I did Sakara to have food delivered and it's actual vegan, like, organic, delicious food that I get delivered. And it's just for it's me individual. It's individual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's only for me um, because of the way that I've had to, you know, treat, like treat the way that I eat. It's just, mm-hmm. it's, I had, to, that was what Mina and I talked about. It was like, I need to take care of myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was the way that I did it nutritionally. But then there's also purple carrot, which, you know, I've, also done. So purple carrots, like a little bit more, you know, it's, it's a bit different than Saqqara. So, you know, if you're thinking about going plant-based or you are thinking about your nutrition and, and you need some ease, these are a couple of things that we're doing and that we're investing in for supporting ourselves, like from a nutritious standpoint. Yeah. And, um, when I talk to people about how they can manage the switch up. I always tell them, start with what's hardest for you. What's that thorn in your side? That's always bugged you and start there and focus in on that first. And how can you help yourself in that? So with us, it's nutrition. We've clearly could be better at it. So how can we help ourselves by creating habits or convenience that would help us? So in my case, I do blue apron. I also do dash pass. Mm -hmm. That's where um, I pay a monthly subscription to order from specific restaurants. And, um, and then I get groceries when I can. I actually only went into a grocery store last weekend. (laughs) Otherwise I was just doing like pickup. Right. So um, that has always been like a thorn in my side. What am I going to cook? What am I going to eat? What are my kids going to eat? And how can I create habits around that, that will make it easier for me in this new season? Because I want to be a person that thinks about the nutrition of our family. Yeah. And when I did purple carrot, which I actually might end up doing for a little bit um, in the summer too, because what do I want it to look like? I want to teach myself how to cook, right? That's a little bit why when like blue apron, purple carrot, like you're learning skills. So it gets to sort of feel like you're learning skills. You don't have to worry about the groceries necessarily. And then you know what's going into your food. So those are, I think, a couple nutritious ways that we're going to feed ourselves. Yeah. Summer. 
right? <laughs> I know it seems basic, but literally we need to focus on it. Um, the other thing is vitamins. Um, we, I normally take a vitamin every day, but I feel like as I get older, I get more um, conscious about how my hormones are playing into all this you know, shout out to all the women listeners. It's mostly all of you. Right. <laughs> and so, um, that for me is like why I've been so cued into, okay, what vitamins can I take and what artificial things am I, I putting into my body because of my skin, my skin, I actually have psoriasis is an autoimmune skin condition. And so I have to be really conscious of, okay, what can I be putting into my body as far as like daily things like vitamins that won't trigger my skin. And so one of the things that uh, we're going to have for our whole team at the product box. Yeah, the whole team has gone on these. <laughs> yeah, we're a team full of women. That's why is we're going to go on a ritual vitamins. They're a vitamin company um, that has a kind of like a clean vitamin. It has a little bit of minty flavor and um, they make vitamins for women. And it, they're just very, very simple vitamins that are um, catered towards women, women one a day, basically. And we're going to put the links to all these in the bio so you guys can easily access them from wherever you're listening. I will tell you, Ritual is really cool to follow. Actually, all of all of these accounts are cool to follow and look at their... Because they're also product-based businesses Yeah, yeah. with incredible branding and community and um, Instagram and stuff like that. So I would implore all of you to kind of like click on these links and take a look. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so one of the things I like about rituals that like fills those gaps in your diet. So like we talked, even though I'm plant-based, mm-hmm. I ate a lot of flour this yeah. time. And <laughs> technically with plant, like plant-based, you're supposed to get all the nutrition from plants, but I also felt like I was lacking. So do you know what I did to prep for when I knew COVID was coming? Um, one of the things I had read was like, I had gotten vitamin C vitamins. I had gotten a whole bunch of vitamins and, and green vitamins to supplement nutrition when food felt like it was harder to get for us. Yeah. For me, I do it in the ritual of vitamins, but also in smoothies. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to make sure I get, it's just so much easier to drink a smoothie full of vegetables, especially for me and my kids than it is to actually eat those vegetables. <laughs> yeah. And so these are all like ritual also has a um, subscription type service. Mm. So all of these things, like Mina used to say, I pay people to cut my vegetables because she Mm -hmm. would buy pre-chopped carrots or onions at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. It's the same idea as like having to take it off of our head and have things just delivered to us instead of worrying about another thing to think about to take care of ourselves. Yeah, for sure. So the other thing you guys can treat this summer with for personal level is thinking about, you know, again, like Mina said, your mom life. Um, if you're going to be adding exercise, if there's certain things that you want to try to commit to, um, one of the things that we're really talking about, and it's already started for us is like self-improvement. And a lot of that starts with even what we're reading and what we're consuming. Yeah. And it's, I like to think of it as self-improvement and Mm self-preservation. There's so much news that kind of feels so heavy that it's hard to move forward. So I am a person who learns, and I think that's with everybody, with Jacqueline too. She does a lot of I listen to like auditory. auditory. I was like, what's that learning? Yeah, auditory learning. I prefer books, but I do like listening to it. And then I'll buy the additional book if I enjoy listening to it because I like going through and highlighting the actually having the physical book, but I only want to buy it if I enjoy the first additional, first listening to it. 
for example. Mm -hmm. One of the things I ran into issues with, like, especially during Black Lives Matter was there was, there were, you know, a shortage of books. There was a shortage of of COVID actually. Yeah. Yes. Really hard to get physical printed books. And so for Mm -hmm. me, like I've told you guys that I like to listen. And so I, I've gotten, I have audible and then I, you know, you get one download a month, like one credit. Mm -hmm. And I had some saved up that I, cause I wasn't, you know, COVID happened and everything right. out the window. So I ended up getting, you know, a couple of the books like um, how to be an anti-racist and right fragility to listen to, because those were two books that they had said, you know, not they, but were suggested mm-hmm. for us to listen to. And I had one thing like my sister has suggested, which was like, why zebras don't get ulcers, mm-hmm. which was something really interesting. And then, you know, there's even the books on just the ones that Mina and I are really into, but also kids, like there was a whole bunch of books I couldn't get for my yeah. kids um, that I can get through Audible. Yeah. Audible actually did a lot of free books for a little mm-hmm. bit, didn't they? Yeah. Even um, right now on like my audible on my thing, there's like raising an anti-racist and there's um, all, there's something happening in our town, which is a book I cannot get on Amazon right now, which I looked, which was suggested the day you begin, there's a whole bunch of books and, you know, it's fun sometimes to sit with your kids and listen together versus reading. So yeah, this is something for me that I'm really leaning into and I'm going to go through a lot of hours of learning. I love that you read off yours. It's like getting to see your playlist. Um, so <laughs> here's mine is girl, wash your face by Rachel Hollis, super fans by Pat Flynn, buy yourself the, and then this is a swear word lilies and it's Tara Schuster, the power of vulnerability, Brene Brown, uh, rocket fuel. You don't know how many times I've started this book. <laughs> well, I have traction, which I also keep trying yeah. over and oh over my to get gosh. through. <laughs> it, like I fall asleep literally. So that is, um, do you have any kids uh, books on there? I don't. I have the four tendencies and then boss up. And so those are the the ones I have in the queue. And then I have one by Mel Robbins that's take control of your life. So we have like children's favorites, which are Disney, the cat in the hat, Peter Pan, which was an, a free one for audible originals mm-hmm. and um, the toy story collection, because sometimes with my kids, I'll put it on in the morning. If I want them to sit and stay seated to mm-hmm. eat breakfast, I might put on a book on a book, you know, an audible book. Oh, well, that's a good idea. Thanks. That's a hack uh, right there. Yeah, that's um, when you're trying to feed yourself. <laughs> no, that's like subliminal learning. Yeah. Like they hear it in the background as they're eating, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the learning, I also signed up for Masterclass back, back, back at Christmas. And so I found that really cool. That's like, that's like my fun learning. So I'm doing this one right now on um, interior design which I think is cool. And I was learning about, you know, French cooking. So there's a couple of things there that are fun. And plus there's the courses that we've signed up for. There's a few workshops that we've taken um, mm-hmm. from other coaches mm-hmm. sort of thing, right. but this is the personal learning. And then there's, a, I think there's the crossover when you're an entrepreneur though, you get personal and business kind of. Yeah. Together. I think you have to be really careful with your output and input when you are in a little bit of a crisis, right? There's the output that you're always giving and you're like, the kids are always home and all the things. And then there's the input, which is like the things you're consuming. And we're all consuming a certain amount of news, for example, but how can we even that out with music? And, you know, we're also consuming lots of Netflix that might be like a dark series, for example. So how can you balance that out with things that might be more inspiring on your brain? 
Um, because otherwise you'll get yourself into a rut accidentally and it'll be hard to kind of go into the upswing. That's what I found personally for myself is that when I let myself sink too low, I'm like, how can I force myself to have motivation? And it usually is in giving myself space to, and permission to enjoy a good book, for example, you know, or music, which a lot of us, we yeah. had this conversation in our community. A lot of us stopped listening to music because we're consuming. You guys are listening to a podcast. Like we consume, consume. So don't stop listening to our podcast, but mm-hmm. you may want to decide that who listens to podcasts in the shower right here. I'm guilty of it. Um, oh, you me. don't, I like my silence. <laughs> okay. See, I don't, I consume a lot. And so one of the things I've tried to start switching over to was listening to music, right? Like summer playlists and things like that. So mm-hmm. just think about some of you may like silence like Mina and some of mm-hmm. you might have a lot of consumption on and then decide what do you want to consume right now? Is it is it something that's like fiction, nonfiction? Are you learning something? Are you trying to make changes in your life? What are you doing? And are you sharing that with your family as well? Yeah. Um, some people <laughs> in our Facebook community that are watching they listen to it in the shower. So I'm not alone. <laughs> <laughs> she said always in the shower. Yeah. That's not my thing for sure. So definitely the reason why I don't though, do you get your best ideas in the shower? No. Okay. So I guess my best idea is on vacation and I'm not going on vacation. So I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, how like I have, you know, like I have to lay down or I'm in the shower. And I feel like when I let that silence or that white space come into my mind is when I get my best ideas. And so I feel like, okay, going to get in a shower and think this one out. It's like a good night's rest. You know how people say, yeah, um, sleep on it. That's kind of how I feel about and the I shower. Talk through it. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's just goes to show you the difference. <laughs> so I hope that this was helpful for the summer shakeup. There's a lot of changes. We want you guys to one, be prepared. We also want you to decide on what you want your summer to look like. Mm-hmm. And we just wanted to offer you some ways in which we are taking care of ourselves and what we're doing this summer as well. So we have links to everything that we mentioned to purple carrot, Sakara, blue apron, mm-hmm. ritual vitamins, audible, all the links will be in the show notes. And if you're interested in them, like we said, take a click to see what they're doing just in general for marketing. And also if it's something that you think will help you, because that's why we're here. We're here to also offer suggestions uh, based on some of the things that Mina and I are doing as well. Yeah, for sure. When Jacqueline and I first went into COVID-19, we're like, what are we going to look like at the end of this? So (laughs) gray hair and (laughs) five pounds heavier. (laughs) No, I mean, ideally, like, you know, visioning this person that comes out from here. So visioning the type of person you want to be at the end of the summer, I want you guys really to do that for yourselves, right? So don't let the time get away from you. You need to actually sit down and think, what's the type of person I want to be? And how can I make that happen? And just the little habits that I can change or the things that I want to put into my calendar. Right. So we'd love to continue this conversation with you. If you head over to our Facebook group or on Instagram and we can chat about it. Thank you so much for listening today. And we cannot wait to go through the summer with you. Yeah. Thanks everybody. So one last thing before we go, we created this podcast as a reminder 
you are not alone. Growing a product-based business is hard and we want to help you through it. So thank you so much for listening and we truly appreciate it. But first, we want to give a special shout out to those of you that have left us a review. Thank you. We read every single one of them, including this one from Ashley at Pink Picasso Kits. So Ashley said, I've listened to literally every podcast that made sense for my business in the past year. We scaled very quickly last year. So education while packing boxes was crucial. I am so grateful for the wisdom and candidness paired with voices that you can listen to easily and without distraction. Thank you so much, Ashley. With that, thank you for teaching us and honestly keeping us company as we started in January of 2019 and in our first year on Oprah's favorite things list. You're a crucial part of our year of growth, forever grateful and listening faithfully. Wow. That's Ashley from Pink Picasso. We love reading these. We read every single one of these and they really help us reach more small businesses and more people with the mission to get this information out to you. So thank you. Hey guys, wait, before you go, we want to remind you that we've created this incredible masterclass. It is totally free. It is our pivot and sell masterclass where we are going to teach you how to create a plan to boost your sales and grow your business right now. You do not want to miss this. It's totally free. So Mina, where should they go? Go to pivotandsell.com and you guys can get that free masterclass and get started on creating a plan to boost your sales right now.